I really believed in coconut oil and I really believed in the concept. I was like, who cares if it works or doesn't work? We're 40. Do we want to die saying we tried or say, I wish I had done that on our deathbed? You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational, and really fucking funny. (laughs) It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Inspired by our transition from our 20s to our 30s, we realized it's so much more than that. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to help you navigate any transitions in your life and propel your personal growth. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Welcome to the Almost 30 Podcast. It's your best friends. It's your BFFs. (laughs) How many times do we get tagged in that picture of the two girls on the Pepsi ad? It's like a meme. I've never seen it. It's two girls sitting down. We're getting tagged? um, Yeah. And there's the Pepsi ad in the background. They're like, this is what it feels like listening to podcasts. Oh, that That one. one. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's what it is like. We should create a new meme. Family. I know. We should have us, our pictures. Something. Yeah. I like that. I was looking at our Instagram today. I like that we're like literally not on our Instagram at all. I know. It's nice. Yeah. Thanks, Chloe. I don't know what that means, but... (laughs) Chloe's like, I've grown our Instagram to 36K by not having pictures of y'all. <laughs> Literally the, the, um, not the memes do really well. And then like memes the crush, just the text, text. I mean, thousands of likes. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. Dude, text crush. It's crazy. Where does she find that shit? I don't know. I don't find, like, I don't know that. Like, I don't. And, she, and you know what? If we were to say, hey, Chloe, where do you find that? She'd be like, don't worry about it. I know. She would just like put us in our chairs and be like, yeah. sit down. She'd I'm like, running this shit. Do my thing. Let me grow this to a billion K. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a billion K. Let me just like run this shit. <laughs> Even though I'm it. over Instagram, I'm fucking so over it. It's real stressful. It's just boring, dude. I'm like, what do you want? I know. Like, I'm just like, oh, I've seen it. Like, it's just crazy that I literally look at pictures of people having like a pizza picnic on the Eiffel Tower. And I'm like, boring. Well, what freaks Our me- standards are so high. What freaks me out too is like, and listen, hey, Instagram has really helped us grow. So like, yeah, shout bye. out. Like, you Love know what you. I mean? Actually, yeah, respect. I man. can't, we're really not complaining and saying it should die. It's more just like, more deeply thinking about Instagram, but if I'll, I don't really um, follow accounts that I should be following to like inspire me or whatever. I don't really like think, I don't even know who I'm following. It's like weird and random, but I, I should be more intentional about who I follow. But anyway, I'll do a deep dive into like, say a blogger or some sort of influencer. And then I'll see like other people there following. And then um, it's literally like the same filters, photos, poses. It's like the weird, you know this more than I do, but it's really interesting and it freaks me out. Cause I'm like, why does uh, this one get more likes than this one? Yeah. If it's the same thing, it's like really weird. That's what I wonder too. Cause especially with blogging, like there's this formula now it seems like, and it's like, why is this person getting more, but you guys are do like at the same location. You're at the diner right now and you got yeah. the Lightroom filter on going on with your thin sunglasses from ASOS. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's the literally, I'm thing. literally not hating on it at all. Like, 
it, what I'm saying basically is, is that content is so fucking fire. People are putting out such fucking fire that like, how do you compare? I know. Exactly. It's like, I mean, I just, it would be, if I cared more, it would crush me. I'd be like, well, I don't put out fire. Like I put out pretty good content, but like I try and make it more of the captions. But like if I was making yeah. that fucking dope pictures and putting in the time to set up the scene and filter and do all that shit and people weren't liking it, I'd be like, damn, this fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, crazy. It's, it's so much time. But you know, the thing about Instagram too, is that like it's created careers for people. I know. Like, yo, people talk shit about it, but like it has actually created careers for people. And you know who it's created careers for a lot of people? Women. Yeah. For fucking women. Now it's leveling the playing field for women to like express themselves creatively, yeah. create their own business, make money online by doing stuff that they love. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like incredible. Artists like yeah. are able to put up videos. Maybe you have a new song or you like you're able to sell yeah. your products yep. like in a really beautiful, interactive, engaging way. Like it's, I uh, know. I think it's just because it's... <sighs> Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's number it, one. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, man. And just a lot I don't of pressure. Do that. Like it's hard. I wish I had more time, but I also don't, I don't know. I struggle with it. Cause I see, you know, beautiful content created and I am in awe and I wish I could do that. But then again, too, I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to even talk about. Cause I like play the game, but I'm like, that's not real though. I know. You know, I'm like, what's going on here? Isn't it like, it's like, almost like, I feel like people are wearing costumes. Mm. I'm like, are you guys wearing fucking costumes right now? Cause you're wearing like overalls and like big, I'm like, you wouldn't wear that normally. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like always taken by the couples. Cause I'm like, what is uh, cause then I'm like, you both had to buy in. Both had to buy in. And I assume that they're like happy and thriving, which they probably are, whatever. If you're, you know, your boyfriend or your partner is like, taking part, but it's just so interesting. I'm like, what is, what was that moment when like he hoisted you up over his head and like, how many times did I get into it? I'm like, how many times did you have to do it? And he's like, you're on his shoulders (laughs) and like, you're wearing this like perfect little tank top. Yeah. It's good. I know. I feel that, you know, I mean, honestly getting Justin to do one Instagram story (laughs) is hard. It's impossible. And he fucking crushes. Crushes. If only he knew that. Like, If only he knew. If only I can't. But only he knew that like if you participated in maybe a couple more photos a month that like you guys could probably get free vacations every other month. <laughs> every other month. Honestly, <laughs> he brands. could be a model. Like, and I'm I not know. even saying this. He could be an actual, I thought about it. Like if someone would take him be like, yo, I'm going to take pictures of you and like post them. He could be, have millions of followers. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but I'm, but I benefit from it. You should buy the Instagram handle like, Hot Daddy J. Damn. Now, so that when you have kids, like you'll take secret pictures of him just being cute as hell Mm. with the kids and like it'll be Hot Daddy J. Ugh. What are your thoughts on putting kids on IG? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'll care. Yeah. I mean, dude, when we're having kids, I don't think I'm going to be blatant. I don't think I'm going to be like blatant about it, but like it, I don't know. I don't even know what's going to be happening with the world when I'm having kids. Truly. Do you know what I mean? Like what outlet or what digital platform are we going to be doing? Mm -hmm. Who knows? So true. I know. Well, I'll be wearing like Google glasses and just like, 
Yo, and I just want to put yeah. a little bow on that. No hate. Love you, Instagram. Yeah, for real. I'm a blogger. I do that shit. It's just an observation that I have about the current climate. Well, I think it's good to have those conversations. And I'm sure people at yeah, Instagram sure. are having those conversations too. They have to. They kind of have to be in the heads of people mm. who are using Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. We should have someone on from Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What is it? Yeah. I mean, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our, our good friend Alex um, works at Instagram. Yeah, I'd just be curious. It's always sometimes though too with those companies, like you're like, oh God, what's going on behind the scenes that totally. I don't want to know about? Totally. It's like freaky almost. You know, like Facebook and Instagram yeah, and man. Google, all that shit. Ooh. I think Apple is the weirdest, man. I think they do the weirdest shit. Yeah. Like with like when you get updates and when they get a new phone, they make your phone slower. Mm-hmm. And the, if you buy any Apple products, like chargers that aren't Apple certified, they like- Mm. fuck up your computer. You know what but I mean? But also love Apple. Yeah, but also branding on point. Know. Yeah, branding on point. It's also, amazing. Apple started cleanliness in marketing. Yeah, it's like, I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, damn, like just, that was so different than anything anybody was so doing aesthetically true. and literally transported every person in, a, in the world to like this other clean, efficient realm. And you're like, I want to be there. And every product can get me there. Totally. Yeah. Like rounded edges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sleek as hell. White. It's fucking crazy to think about. Like who did that? Who was like, yo, let's make this shit white. Well, we could ask. Yeah, James. Yeah, James. We can ask James. Probably, probably did it. <laughs> James is like, oh, that's James, me. tell me all the silly things. Like, I want to know, like, the stupid, like, yeah. surface shit about Apple. Yeah. Who thought of the rounded edges? Yeah, why white? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Shout out to Apple and Instagram. Love you. Yeah. Um, send us <clears> shit. <throat> Dude, what if Apple sponsored? That'd be fucking crazy. The, the day Apple sponsors, I'm done. 100%. <laughs> I would actually decline politely because I would be so freaked out. nervous. Yeah, I'd be freaked out. <laughs> like, well, what do you want us to promote? <laughs> I mean, they could send it. We're actually going to buy new laptops uh-huh. soon. Yeah, that's true. So if you guys want to send us laptops, we need them. <laughs> <laughs> Our little biz needs. Truly. Needs. We're building out. Yeah, we're building out. We need And we're going laptop. all in. So yes. we're doing it. Yep. Anyway. Okay. Today, yet another incredible entrepreneur on our hands who was gracious enough to uh, come up to LA and record with us and have a conversation about uh, starting her brand, Kapari Beauty. So they are a new sponsor on the podcast. We really, truly love this brand Mm -hmm. and we wanted to have Gigi Goldman on the podcast to talk about uh, how and why she started Kapari. Yeah, she's the co-founder with her husband. And when she came over, she was so cool. I so loved cool. her. She came with her son and her little son's friend, her hot little son. Her son? Oh, her God. son was fine, y'all. This is Sorry, Gigi. We're going to freak Gigi. you out. But like, I hope this is okay. He, all right, can, can you reenact 12? when he came up the stairs and like yo, said hi to you? Yo. <laughs> so, so Gigi comes. I'm like, oh, give me a hug. She's the best. She's like, I brought my son. She's so sweet. She's like, this is like time we spend together. Yeah, she was really like- And he's like, important. literally looks me dead in the eye and is like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, ah. 
Like most little boys are like looking at their phones. They're like, you know, they don't look at you. Yeah, they don't. They think you're uncool. They don't look at you. They don't want to talk to you. They want to like you know play games on their phone and Fortnite, whatever. And just like held a conversation. I talked to him about Supreme. He's like in a Supreme reselling business. He was so like personable. He's like, I know, totally. It sounds great. When he left, he was like, it was really nice to meet you guys. Yeah. I was like, huh? Huh? I was like, I'm it was like, really nice to meet you too. It was nice to meet you, And I was honey. picturing him 10 years from now. I know. Because I'm a creep. Gigi, you better watch it, honey. I'm a creep. You better watch it. Honey. His hair flow, his oh. blue eyes, his freckles. He is blonde. Done. Done. Are we going like, to tall? Are we going to be put on some list like people watch out for I know, almost 30 literally. girls? Literally. Um, anyway, so then Gigi came up and Gigi is so warm and cool. And cool. I'm so thankful she drove up from San Diego. I know they were doing other stuff, but I really loved the way that she was so sure and she was so trusting of the process of her life. So, you know, when you look back at your life, everything has led up to this. Um, there's decisions that you made. There's situations that have happened that have brought you to here, but she was so trusting of it. Yeah. And she was so family first. It was really inspiring. And she and she really didn't allow, you know, we all have doubts and our own insecurities, but her forward movement was so fucking powerful and strong. Like there was zero room for hesitation, for any pauses, like it just, it happened so quickly in two and a half years, they started and built this brand to what it is today. You've seen it all over Instagram, yeah, Facebook, yeah. like it's doing so well. Well, one, because the products are really good and, and sourced, you know, you kind of have to watch out when you source coconuts and all things coconut and they do it right. And, um, so we talk a lot about her process, working with her husband, um, finding balance, uh, why clean, simple, natural beauty is really important as we move forward and evolve, you know, as human mm -hmm. beings. And I just, I love her candidness. Like mm -hmm. I think to be so candid when you're in it is really important instead of just making it look like everything was fucking roses. Mm. And it wasn't, it was really, really hard. I think she was really lucky at times to have certain connections that she had, but that doesn't mean it was easy. So. Yeah. And I just wanted to hang out with her. I was like, you're so down yeah. to earth and yeah. she's so present. And I feel really proud to, you know, represent Kopari and that they're sponsors. Yeah. It's a good feeling. She's amazing. So enjoy this episode. Um, and you can go to kaparibeauty.com, use our code almost 30, just as a side note. But uh, we are, you know, just so grateful to Gigi. So enjoy this one. We will see you guys on the flip side. We'll talk a little bit about our tour in the outro. We have Gigi Goldman here. This whoop, whoop. is really exciting. You got a great name. Thanks. Yeah. What's your really maiden nice name? name? My maiden name's Farah. So it was Gigi Farah. And I do like it. Did you like it? Gigi Farah is the fucking best name. Gigi Goldman, truly. When I was a reporter, it kind of sounds like a catchy name. You know what I mean? a reporter. So my first job out of college, and this was my dream job, I was a reporter in Beaumont, Texas, which literally is an hour and a half outside of Houston. How big was your hair? My oh, hair honey. was really big. Blonde. And <laughs> the town literally smelled like oil. And Walmart Shut was up. the freaking highlight. I'm sure. My now husband dropped me off there 20 years ago. And he's like, 
adios. I'm out of here. And I don't know what you're doing. Like you're crazy. Did you guys break up? So we broke up for like four months and I told him, I'm like, look, this is something I got to do or I'm going to hold it against you Mm. forever. (laughs) Um, And I lived my dream and I came back a year later and I went into PR and marketing. And it's so weird because my husband and I looked at each other um, like a year ago and he's like, I kind of know why you were a reporter now. Cause I was on, Mm. it all Mm. came back. Like I was on QVC now. Mm. I do a lot of interviews. I speak at trend shows and he's like, what you did 20 yeah. years ago. We like, talk about that so much. Yeah. Came mm-hmm. full circle. So anything you're doing today, it's going to, all the dots are going to connect later in life. Mm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I actually was in, my degree was in mass communications and I had internships to be a sports reporter is what I wanted to do. I, I love it. <laughs> did <laughs> you start awesome to learn about sports at any point? I was Williams? learning. <laughs> and I was learning, but then I was like, oh, like, Boys have been learning about sports since they were born and there's no way. And I just didn't want to fight that. I'm like, I don't care enough to make $22,000 a year in Bobo, oh, Texas. I was making 18,000. And I mean, Damn. yeah. And well, if I, they told me how much I'd be making, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, but, honestly. And I was covering like the pig show yep. um, to like the prison breakout. Yep. I mean, you never knew what was coming next. Ooh, that'd and be a I, good one. Yeah, I mean, it was hysterical. <laughs> that would be a good one. But I remember I had to like be on TV. I was like, or like practicing on TV. Being like the green screen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I would practice in front of the mirror. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I totally go into my reporter mode. That's amazing. It's hysterical. But you're like, minor detail. I don't even like sports, but I I want to be a sportscaster. (laughs) I just was like, how could I be in this? But it's cool. You know what I mean? Erin Andrews was hot at the time. Like, Erin Andrews was really big. I was like, she's so cool and like laid back. I wanted to be a weather girl. Oh, really? That's, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I took like weather, climate, and environment in uh, college. Failed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that'd be but a good like, class I'm, you would think but it was mainly about like below the earth surface and totally. I was like I'm I want to be above. above the surface yeah. and I want to just like stand there and <laughs> like <point>. literally um, and <laughs> figuratively above the surface well it's funny because we all had similar aspirations I know in I the don't know TV what business. it was though because it's like with the with the sports caster I don't know why because boys think they're pretty. I think that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> I you think know. that's probably why. It was, but yeah, related it makes sense to boys. Now. I'm like, we're on TV a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. It all comes full circle. So you came we're into not San on Diego. Lot, I don't know why. I, said, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's the future. <laughs> you never know. I was like, I'll, I'll, let, her a lot. Like, I'll let her roll with it. <laughs> Literally. We're never that on TV. That was future Krista right now. I've been on TV like one time. <laughs> I don't know what it was for. <laughs> um, so you came back to San Diego, got back with your husband. Got back with my husband. No husband. So where did you meet in college? Yeah, we met at USD. Oh, cool. University okay, cool. of San okay, Diego. Okay, did you know he was the one right away? You know what? We were best friends for a long time. Mm, I actually dated one of his friends. So secret sauce people. It's the key. I was actually dating one of his best friends. He dated one of my best friends. And both of our groups of friends were really close. Mm -hmm. And we both stayed um, in San Diego after college where a lot of people went to San Francisco. And that's where we became like inseparable. I'd be Mm. like, do you want to meet for a drink before I go on a date? And then we both looked at each other and we're like, what the heck are we doing? Mm. So one day we go up to um, 
Laguna and my dad's there with my brother and they have this big like medical event and Bryce comes with me. And after the event and a couple glasses of wine, we're sitting on the luggage cart and we're just talking and I turn over Mm. and it was our first kiss. And from there, it was like, you know, when you have that first kiss and then you're like, dude, is this going to go anywhere or is it going to fizzle out really quickly? Mm. And from there, it was just like, we knew we were meant to be together. The Beaumont reporting thing kind of put a little like, you know, detour in the road, but it was the best choice I ever made because we Mm. took that year and really got to know each other without any, you know, sex involved or anything, Mm. which can be a distraction, right? So Mm. we talked on the phone all the time and he really outlined like, who he wanted in a wife. And I kind of said what I wanted in a husband. And so it was like all out on the table and there were no secrets or surprises when we got married, wow. which was huge. What were those things? Like, what did you guys outline? You know what? And I know like a lot of people like are going to kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah it's like just it. put, Me too. Lay it out. Yeah. Lay it out. Lay it out on the table. And I think that this is going to be something that like, I grew up with working parents. So, mm-hmm. and they were really not involved in my childhood. So I really wanted like that stay at home mom. Like I I used to make myself brown paper bag lunches and put like the love notes in it because it wasn't when you were some, little. Yeah, mm. like and color so and I was t- a total so mom sweet. type. So I'm you also, get to lunch and be like, what does she have to say today? <laughs> and you're like, so I'm be like, my mom says I'm the best. Yeah, like, she loves me. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Bryce, because I had those working parents and they also got divorced when I was 16, mm. he really wanted to know that I was seriously committed to family and. And part of that for him was even staying home when the kids were young. And he's like, I know that's not what you saw in your life, but like, what do you want? Is that something that you want? And I go, actually, that's what I want because I didn't have it. So I want to give it to them. So it was kind of that balance. And I'm like, but at the same time, I'm a worker bee and I'm, that's never, and I'm a driver and I'm, I go out into the world and do it. So I stayed home when the kids were young. It's the best thing I ever did. Mm. Um, cause we really formed that bond. And then, um, of course, I was president in the PTG. My friend's like, you are such a dork. I'm like, it's just because I want to work. And like, what else right. do you do when you stay home? Right. Totally. So even when I was home, I was a psycho parent. Like <laughs> I took it to the next level. Like I wasn't You're just like, like, like on my spreadsheet for summer camps. <laughs> yeah. I was like spreadsheet for sports, summer camps. Let me change Aww. a school. Like I Aww. added a marketing program to the kids' school. They're like, uh, do we even need that? I'm like, yes, recruitment. You know, <laughs> oh I was God. crazy. Um, but when our youngest went to kindergarten, my um, husband was third generation in a beauty business. So his grandfather mm. was in the beauty business. His dad um, and mom both were worked in the beauty business. And then he was third generation and it had always been his dream to start a beauty line. And I was a a stay-at-home mom using coconut oil for everything. Because when I became a mom, I kind of became psycho about health and wellness because all of a sudden you've got these gifts and you're like, I just want to do the best for them and for myself because I want to be around for these guys. My mom was also a total hippie in Chicago, which is kind of like an oxymoron because we grew up in this like Lily Pulitzer town and she was doing yoga and meditating and recycling before 
anyone even knew what that meant. Mm. So I was really into natural cooking and I was using coconut oil in the kitchen. And because I was a multitasking crazy mom, I'm like, oh my God, this feels so good on my skin. And then the kids would have like a scar or a rash or a sunburn. I'd be like, oh my God, just put coconut oil on it. I don't know if you guys have seen my big fat Greek wedding where they use Windex for everything. Mm -mm. Well, (laughs) I use coconut oil. Literally, it became for everything. And so- He just saw that natural um, was trending in the beauty industry Mm -hmm. and important to him too. He saw oils were big and we're like, hey, no one's really planted their flag in coconut oil. And he's like, why not make beauty approachable and cool and fun, kind of like the surf industry. So he saw all these like cool aesthetic visuals on that side of it. And then the natural and it all came together in this perfect moment. And when my daughter went to kindergarten, I'm like, let's get this party started. Mm. And that's kind of how the whole thing evolved. I love that. Were you like, were you nervous that like the natural approach, the really simple approach to beauty would be well-received or were you like super confident that because you had incorporated into your own life? I think naiveness is bliss and I don't really, mm-hmm, I I'm not someone who overanalyzes shit. I'm like, just do it, get it done and we'll worry about it later. Mm-hmm. And because I had that extra time and I really believed in coconut oil and I really believed in like the concept, I was like, who cares if it works or doesn't work? We're 40. Do we want to die saying we tried or say, I wish I had done that on our deathbed? Like, I I don't know. I I really, I don't live by like fear or if it's going to work. Like people are like, I don't know. I want to wait to have kids. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. I got to think about it. Like what's my style? I'm like, I don't do that. I just do it. Mm -hmm. Figure it out later. Yeah. I love that. And I'm like, don't, I don't live by fear. I just do it. Yeah. Do you think that is because of your dad or what do you think? Why do you think that is? I think it's part personality. Like I'm always, I've always been that. I mean, like, look, I I have my insecurities Mm -hmm. for, of course, just like everyone does. But when it comes to work, I mean, again, part of it was like both my mom and dad were hugely successful um, and they both worked. And I was kind of like, oh, that's just, you know, Mm. that's just what happens. It's in your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And I always thought like, hey, if you work your ass off, you're kind and you're genuine, it just works out kind of. But, and I don't know if that's true. That's just what I literally have thought since I was young. Mm. And I've always had to work hard. I'm not brilliant. I wasn't like one of those high scoring, high achieving students. Like I had to work hard, but it worked Mm. out for me. Love that. Yeah. Where do you even begin when you're starting a product line? Yeah. I'll tell you where we started. So my husband had some contacts in terms of manufacturing. So I went to Mm -hmm. these manufacturers And I asked them, how do you get started? And they're like, okay, you need the packaging guy, the fragrance guy, the marketing person, the blah, blah, blah. So I kind of wrote all those people down and they referred different people. We landed on our manufacturer and then I'd call the fragrance house and I'm like, okay, tell me what you do. What do you specialize in? You know, aromatic extracts, synthetic, et cetera. And then I realized there's three different types of fragrances. And I literally had this whiteboard while my kids are running around in the background and my husband's trying to 
do his full-time job. And I just learned, like Mm -hmm. I learned in school, right? But instead of that information being fed to me, I had to go out and find it. And then what we did is our friend, James Brennan, who we went to college with, and now look, we've been graduated from college 20 years later. And I will say I am still close with 15 people from college, if not more. Mm. So the people you meet there, you you don't know how they're going to impact your life now. And one of them's our partner in business. He had started Suja Juice and a bunch of other companies. And we went to him with the idea, you know, Sunday morning in our pajamas, I've got this box of like coconut products and I'm telling him the idea. And he's like, oh my God, you're never going to freaking believe this. Like four different people have brought up coconut to me in the past two weeks. And he's the type of guy, when there's that synergy out in the universe, he puts the pedal to the metal. Mm. And Bryce and I needed that because we're kind of slow and steady. Like every day you'll know where I am if I'm your friend. It's like drop off the kids, exercise. I'm like really routine oriented and he's more like take it to the sky. So it's the perfect balance. And he was like, and one of the people I want you to meet that talked about it was Kiana, who's our partner. Mm -hmm. And so we met within a month and a month later, we launched the company, you guys. It was like, it happened so quickly. It was insane. So we had like the footprint, like the resources and we're with all those resources today, like our lab, our fragrance um, house and our packaging guy. But then it morphed with the four of our ideas together into something bigger than we could have ever anticipated. When I tell you three years ago, if you told me today that we would be in Sephora and Nordstrom's and that we'd be in Elle magazine and that I'd even be on a podcast, I'd be like, you guys are freaking insane. It's crazy. That I'd be on almost 30 when I'm almost 50. honey. (laughs) You guys are making me feel young. But it it is crazy to kind of think back and again, connect the the dots and really like put into perspective that because you were a mom and doing what you wanted to do as a stay-at-home mom and taking care of you and your family and nourishing your body and your kids, an idea was just born. You know, it came so naturally. It's not like you were like, well, I should start a business because this, and then you kind of forced things. It just came so naturally. Was there anything really difficult about that like idea to product? I, I guess I'm thinking like, if it's your own idea and it lives so closely to your heart, like, did you have a, ever have a moment where it was hard to work with other people? Yeah, to that's like what expand? I was wondering too, since yeah. there's four people involved. You know what? There was a moment and it was totally egotistical and self-centered. And I knew that the biggest lesson is working together and sharing the idea is when it really becomes what it's become today. I mean, Kiana and James have contributed so much. There is no way if we held on to that so tight to our mm. chest because we wanted to be the like center of it and the mm. winners and it wouldn't be what it is today because it morphed into this thing that was bigger than all of us. Um, I think one thing that we've realized too over the past four years is what's everyone's strength and let's lean on that and utilize it instead of 
me wanting to be good at everything. Like Kiana's great at the aesthetics and the cool factor. I'm great with the people and the maybe bigger strategy. Bryce is great with the numbers and James is great at pushing us to the next level. So we all play a role and it's part of that role. Um, It's just like I equate it to like the family, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not about one of us. It's about all of us. We all win. We all win. We One of us loses and we all lose, right? But it was a little bit hard at first, but I really believe in like, this sounds cheesy and the universe and the synergy. And like, there was a reason we met James for coffee mm-hmm. that morning. And there was a reason that Kiana had talked to him a week before. Like that doesn't happen mm-hmm. by accident. One thing I want to go back to though, mm-hmm. that you said is forcing it. When I was in my 20s, I was constantly trying to force things, whether it was like with a boyfriend or living my dream or like always like trying to take it to the next level instead of just listening to the current. Mm. And I remember I kept like leaving these articles on my husband's desk about, you know, coconut oil. And I was like trying to force it and force it. And when I allowed it to happen at the right time, which was when my daughter went to kindergarten, look what happened. I think if I had pushed it before we were ready, it wouldn't be what it is today. So really- the timing in the market's insane. The timing and listening to the currents. Like there are currents out there and flow with them. The other thing I'll say is it sounds like really easy. I'm like, oh, this happened in three years. It's been freaking brutal. Okay, so I don't want to like paint this picture Mm -hmm. um, that it's like, oh, it's just a miracle happened. My husband and I were working two jobs initially because we had to have the income from our old job and we just didn't want to jump ship. We have kids, a house, all this stuff. So we were working two jobs. We were working together, which isn't always easy. It's like, how do you turn it off? You've got different ideas. You're arguing. And my husband and I are best friends and we agree on most things, but this is like such an intense environment with so many critical decisions Mm. that there was a lot of times where we're like, we don't even like each other right now, which was a huge bummer. Like we'd been married 15 years and it was just like a whole new test in our life. Mm. Um, That's really settled down, but there's a lot of insecurity and like fears. Like you're walking into freaking Mm. Sephora for the first time. Uh, How does that work? Like, Mm -hmm. what do you even, you know, but again, I always approached everything Uh, as I approach like my friendships. So I don't talk business talk and then friend talk. Like that's all one world for me. Mm. Mom talk is similar too. It's Mm. like, so I think that helped. I just approached everything as As myself. That's it. I love that. And did my best. Yeah. I love that. What are some of those fears? Like when you're dealing with like big wigs, like Sephora and Nordstrom? I think one, just not knowing how they work, right? Mm -hmm. So there's all these lingos, there's, you know, strategy, there's approach, there's all of these different things that go into their business. And they're used to dealing with a lot of people that know that. I think they also deal with people who don't know it too, but Mm -hmm. just making sure you're, you're, it's like giving your kid to a school. You know what I mean? And you're like, how do I know this is the best school for them? How are they going to be nurtured? It's like, we're handing over our product to these retailers and just making sure that it's the right, um, you know, partnership and the right, everyone's aligned on the strategy and, Mm -hmm. and what we're focused on doing for the brand. So, I mean, my God, we learned so much in 
two and a half years. It's just been insane. But I'll tell you, it's exciting. I'm never bored. Before you found this and you were kind of like putting the coconut oil, you know, you're like starting to have that conversation. Were you ever like, what is, besides, you know, being a mom, like, is your purpose? Were you ever just like, what? Because I guess what I'm getting to is that you see the dots connect when you have your thing that makes the dots make sense. Mm -hmm. So before the dots connected and this all made sense, how are you feeling? Mm. I'm a total searcher, Mm. but this is what I've realized. Where you are right now and whatever you're doing is all that matters. Mm. You know, it's like, and my mom had this same personality. You're like looking outside and like the retreat or where should I go or the girlfriend or whatever. And it's like, your purpose is right here, right now. And once I realized that, it brought so much more happiness. And like, sometimes I'd stay at home and be like, God, I wish I was working. Or, you know, I wish I was doing this. It's like, what you're doing right here and right now is all that matters to me. I mean, of course, you've got to plan for the future and do all of that. Mm -hmm. But I think what you're asking is like, did I have my path or journey? And I was really just trying to live in the moment and make, you know, be grateful for that moment. I had the opportunity to go to the park with my kids and like really create that bond. And a lot of people don't have that choice. Right. Mm -hmm. So really appreciating that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. To talk about the product um, a little bit, because our listeners are starting to learn about it through um, us talking and using the products, which we love so much. Yeah, man. It's It's, crazy. Yeah. They're addictive. Yeah. I like, uh, so we, when I was like, oh, this is going to be dope. Like I love coconut oil. This is going to be amazing. But I was, I'm like blown away and being honest about the consistency and Mm -hmm. like, they're just, it's coconut oil done in the right way. The body cream is the bomb. I use the coke, the actual, like the coconut oil moisturizer and then the scrub. Yeah, oh, the scrub, scrub is the bomb. I like, want to eat it. It, yeah. it. it makes my skin feel- <laughs> oh, Can we? I, I know I put some on my I skin. I used it this day. morning. It makes my skin so soft. Yeah. And the lip, the lip. Oh yeah, gosh, forget it. How? Do you guys sell like, a lot of that like hotcakes? I mean, oh, that, that's like hotcakes. Yeah. I mean, people cannot get enough of it. I literally have one in my purse, in my car. I was at lunch today with Kiana and her boyfriend and I'm like, I forgot my lip love. Do you have one? <laughs> I'm like, I can't freaking live without it. It's the best. Yeah. How do you how do you ensure? Because I guess um, as people are becoming more conscious about their products, mm-hmm. how do you source mm-hmm. like the coconut oil? Um, how do you get that? I don't even know what the concerns are. To be honest, I know there's like. The, the way in which they they cut down the palm trees or they don't cut down right. the palm trees. like So how do you ensure all of that and what is important to know? So we sustainably source our coconut oil from small family farms on the Philippine Islands. And cool. actually we're headed out there this year cool. because we are going to be doing a volunteer project where we help build houses for the people who actually work on those farms. That's mm. amazing. So it's going to be awesome. So are you keep, bringing the kids? Yeah, we're going to bring the kids. Um, Kiana's coming. We're going to do it as a family. Um, and I'm really excited for that. I can't wait that. to go. Yeah. Come, we're we're come. coming. So much fun. <laughs> literally, we're going to paint the houses like Kapari blue. Uh, so it's going to be an amazing experience. But that was really important to us, that sustainability. Also, 
When we set out to find our coconut oil, not all coconut oil is equal. It's just like wine. You guys, you've got your two buck chuck or whatever, you know, $2 bottle of wine and Mm -hmm. you've got your 50 and it's all in the way that those grapes are cultivated and nurtured. It's the same with coconuts, right? So the climate has a huge impact, not um, touching interactive metals, not being exposed to extreme temperatures, just like small batch. Mm. Like we're not dealing with like 10 million coconuts that are just all crap. It's like the finest of the finest and you can see, smell it and the absorption's insane. Yeah. I mean, I've done different tests like where I've taken two and you can just see the difference. That is what's wow. different. It's weird. It's, it's so different. Yeah, because yeah, I'll, I'll put mm-hmm. on coconut or I, before I use Copar, I would put it on and like four, like four hours later, I'm, I'm still, still slick. I'm still like sliding still off slick. my seat. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like my pouch is like all stained. That's <laughs> yeah. so true. It's so the absorption. And so we're we're really starting to use every part of the coconut. So like in the crushed scrub that you mentioned, we use crushed coconut shells. Oh, cool. And we're starting to incorporate the water and the milk. So we're just like coconut crazy. Mm. Seriously. What are the benefits of coconut oil? For oh like my gosh. Hydration, hydration, hydration. It has one of the f- highest fatty acid concentrations of any That's oil right. on the planet. And it's those fats that soak into the skin and lock in that hydration. Mm-hmm. The other thing is it has lauric and capric um, acids, which are antibacterial and antimicrobial. So not only is it hydration, right. but it has that soothing aspect to it. So, I mean- People even put it on like acneic skin and different mm. things because it helps with that inflammation. Mm. Yeah, I guess um, I, sometimes when we talk about oils, especially in our Facebook group, some people mm-hmm. are concerned. They're like, uh-oh, oil on my face. I don't want to get it on my face. So how can we kind of quell their fears? Because I, it works. I mean, I know it works. But I hear it a lot too. What's the science Especially it? with a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. Oil balances oil, you guys. When you're skin is dying for oils, it overproduces. So when you put oils on it, it balances it out. I uh, use the analogy like want to lose weight, eat fat. People are like, what are you talking about? And I mean, the good fats Mm -hmm. like avocado and, you know, coconut oil. Mm -hmm. So that's analogy I use. I love that. That's a really good point. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lose weight, eat healthy fats. Yeah. People are like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's like a new thing. People are like, well, well, people are understanding it now. Yeah. Was there ever a time with the business where you're like, I don't know if this is going to work? I've never thought it wasn't going to work. I think it's to which degree it's going to work. But there have been times where I've looked at my husband and been like, I want to quit. Yeah. (laughs) Can I do that? Yeah. Is yeah. he full-time now with you? Like, Yeah, working? he's the okay. CEO. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I um, focus on retail and kind of retail marketing, and then Kiana is really focusing on content, aesthetic, and product development. But we all collaborate on everything, but we tried to choose areas to focus on so that we didn't move in herds and we could help lead and keep the brand vision alive in each of those channels. Mm -hmm. And then our direct-to-consumer business is huge. And the first person we hired was Megan um, Bush, and she's still with us, and she manages our website and all of our digital advertising, which is really what put us on the map. Yeah. Oh really? What do you? Th- why do you think? Um, I think we were uh, one of the first beauty brands to really focus on that space, and I think um, we took the approach of de- 
you know, digital first. And so we went out with a really strong social media platform, digital Mm -hmm. advertising, um, influencer strategy. And that's how we were born. And then we went into retail. It wasn't our primary goal. In fact, at one point we're like, should we go into retail? But then we really thought about you guys, the consumers, and we think people shop 360, right? So they want to buy it online, but they want to touch it in stores. So we listen to our um, customers, which we do on every level, even when it comes to product development. Mm. And we tried to create a business that fits everyone's life, Mm. real life. A lot of the decisions we make are super practical. They're not like high-level strategy. It's like, okay, let's ask the consumer what they want. Okay, let's create that. Mm. super simple people like that's what we do too mm. we're like hey guys what do you want to hear what do you want to hear where do you want us to go like how can we help but people don't normally go to that first because they think they need this like high level really complicated strategy and they need to hire the PR and hire this and hire that and all you need to do is listen. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. That's really interesting. You guys, that's so true. And that's in every area of my life. Like my mm. gut and mm. just common sense is what wins. Mm. How do you connect with your gut? So every year it gets easier to do mm. because I'm more confident and I've been in the world longer and I'm like, okay, I've felt that before. I haven't listened. And how has that worked out for you? Mm. And now it's like you just clear the webs and you listen to it. You meditate, you do yoga and you breathe and you're like, oh God, the answer is super simple. And I've just like so complicated it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How has it been working with your husband? Like what has been really challenging? How do you balance being a mom? Mm -hmm. Oh God, I just got the chills. That's the hardest part. So because I was home with my kids for 12 years, I feel like I had that really good foundation and and we set a lot of the boundaries and parameters and in our family during that time. And so I, I really have the faith in them and they also have the faith in me that we're allowing each other to do this really. My office is also less than a mile away from the school. So Alex, for example, can just walk to the office or I can run, pick him up. I have a sitter. Um, every night we try and have family dinners. So we try and balance it, but like, I'll be totally honest. Like there's times my nine-year-old daughter is like super bummed. I'm not picking her up from school. But then at the same time, like she's in the shower trying to create a little like shampoo because she sees her mom doing that. Or mm-hmm. Alex is trying to create his own business mm-hmm. with, you know, reselling mm-hmm. clothes because mm-hmm. he's like, wow, my parents did it. And they were there and conscious from the beginning of this journey. So they've really seen it take off. So I think they're proud and then a little pissed that we're not always around. But mm. but I've also cut a lot of the fat out of my life. And so it's like family, work, and close friends. Yeah. And I'm saying no to a lot of stuff that doesn't fit into those three Mm. things. And like I said, I bring, like Alex is here with me Mm -hmm. during this interview now. So Mm -hmm. I just bring the kids when I can and we divide and conquer. So it's it's working out and the kids are at an age where I feel like they can handle it. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten any like kickback from other like moms or family or yeah. judgment. You know what Other I mean? SD moms. I always, I, <laughs> I always think about, cause it's hard to like stay in your lane and just know what works for you. And yeah. like you find a way, 
But sometimes when you're finding the way, like people just have so much to say. I'm sure a lot of people are expressing a lot of judgment behind my back, maybe, but no one says it to me. And I have a really strong group of girlfriends, Mm, um, both from college and now through motherhood. In fact, Chelsea's one of my best friends and Mm. her son's here with me too. And they've been super supportive. And I've even said to them, I'm sorry, I'm not being the best friend I can be right now. Mm. And totally transparent about it, you know? And they're like, you know what? You're right. You're not, but we've got the foundation again and the relationship's going to extend. I Mm -hmm. think if you're just honest about it, Mm -hmm. it's okay. And like, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not being the best friend I can be right now Mm -hmm. because my focus is here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. Well, it's hard running a business and I, yeah, you know, we're not in, (laughs) we're like, we see each other and are working with each other all the time, but we also have like our college friends. We have our friends from different cities and family. Even with family, I'm like, oh shoot, I know, I haven't called or I haven't. I know. You know, it's yeah, it's being really aware, but it's also like you said, just being like really honest. Like, hey, sorry, I haven't been doing mm-hmm. very well as a friend or a I daughter know. or whatever. Just so you know, I love you. And exactly. Maybe that's all it takes. Yeah. It's all it takes, and it's also like. I need to also say, like, if I miss this work, one work meeting, like, what, how is that going to impact, like, my life? Whereas, like, Mm -hmm. my girlfriend really needs me right now. I'm just going to go have lunch with her. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Like, that's also why we've got 20 other people working there to help, you know? Mm -hmm. Priorities. It's priorities. It really is. And, like, I don't do it well every day, but, like, I hope I do it well, you know, in the big picture. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. What is what's next for Kapari? Yeah, Ooh, I feel like it. Can I tell? It's about to pop can off. you? I don't yeah. know. Okay, so what's next for Kapari? In our oh, brand oh. DNA, you know, making products as pure as possible has always been part of that. So we're gonna just start talking about it more because we haven't like screamed it from the rooftop. I so, love that. so we're yeah. gonna just start talking yeah. about that more. The other thing that has completely taken off and we had no idea. I know what it is. Go. Exactly. Yes. I know. Child. I was talking to Amanda. I'm like, girl, it's my favorite. The deal. And she's like, oh, we're we're working on making more because everyone loves it. We <laughs> cannot keep this in stock. I love that people are now doing natural deal. Yes. God. Makes me so happy. It's awesome. So I've been wearing natural deo for like five years, but what did, did you, when did you first hear about like, alum, did you hear about aluminum? Oh or yeah. Alo- aluminum. Cancer, uh, again, scares, my mom, like yeah. my mom was a hippie. So she oh, was cool. using crystal deodorant 20 years that ago. That's amazing. Yeah, totally. I mean, you could smell it, but I, <laughs> <laughs> so to actually create a natural or I'll say an aluminum free deodorant that works is off the charts. So Damn. I am thrilled. Yeah. Um, and so is everyone else. And then in terms of other products, I'll tell you what we're going to create. We're going to create what our customers are asking for. They're two top categories. Mm. Yep. Got to think about okay. what that is. Yes. I love you guys too. Like I know. For Hair. the... Oh yeah. Good one. Hair mask. And yeah. What else would you guys guess? I, I would guess... You'll be well, here all night actually. Yeah. I don't know if... I guess hair mask and... I was thinking more like intimate. Oh, yeah. Ooh. But that might be like a big jump mm. right now. I don't know. You never know. Okay. Let's just say we've thought and about that for sure. Or cosmetics too is my guess. Oh, yeah. 
what is, so just last question from me, what does pure as possible mean? Pure. So we really try and stay away from the word natural because I just yeah, feel yeah. like everyone uses it and no one knows what it means. So we have really distinct pillars in our natural framework that we've had since the beginning of time. So all of our products are made without alum- aluminum, silicone, sulfates, parabens, folates. And we were also just given the clean seal from oh, Sephora. Cool. So we align with that. But again, like the term natural, I mean what does that mean to you and you mm-hmm. and this company and that company? So we really try mm. and focus on our free ofs. Mm-hmm. Does Got that it. make sense? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what do those do? Like what does parabens and sulfates do? It's just like... So there's a different use for all of them, right? So what we're going to start doing is having that conversation more about why someone would include silicones and why or why not you wouldn't want that in your product so that we can really explain each of our you know, pillars in our no list. So we can just be more clear about our position. But like, for example, in some of our products, we do have fragrance, Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily natural, but people want fragrance. All of our fragrance is under 1%. Mm. But so that's why we don't want to just go out saying we're 100% natural. Mm. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. What has surprised you the most about starting and running a business? like this that has grown so quickly? The amount it's tested me. Mm. Mm, like in what patience way? wise or what? In every way. I mean, like, oh, cool. yeah, you really learn so much about yourself. It's so humbling, you yeah. guys. And you just learn, there's so much out there to learn and listen and absorb. You also learn to do what you do best instead of trying to do everything. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah. But like there has been laughter, tears, like everything. Exhaustion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What have you learned? What have I learned? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. I totally relate to knowing what you're good at and sticking to that and allowing other people who do other things better do that Mm -hmm. because that's how energy and time is best spent. Mm -hmm. Because I think in the beginning, um, I've talked about this before, where like we wanted to do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. or I I wanted mm-hmm. to like help Krista do this it. and help Chloe do this because I felt like, am I doing enough, mm-hmm. you know? So it was just a matter of knowing where my energy was best served. And just also knowing that I am in the thick of just learning mm-hmm. so much about what I'm capable of and that it's not always going to feel good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just we're in a very deep uh, pool of learning mm-hmm. about how to grow this business, about how to be um, the best for ourselves, for one another, for mm-hmm. our community. And it's not always, you know, the self-talk isn't always going to be so positive. And I just have to be super like aware of that, mm-hmm. you know, as time goes on. Mm-hmm. I totally relate a hundred percent. The other thing I really learned is being right is an important that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Which is that? super hard because I so want to be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told mm-hmm. that to my daughter and she goes, but mom, it feels so good. Oh. <laughs> Love her. At nine. Mother's she's daughter. hysterical. Damn, oh my god! I knew I, when you have two older brothers. Oh, she's, bye, I'm sure she's, she's a ride. I sure can't wait insane. to show you pictures. Oh, yeah. So cute. And she talks like a 40 year old. I know. He's a total doll. Gorge. 
Yeah, cute. so cute. Washington. My husband's cute too. I'm I mean, sure. come on. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about her 14-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's he's so like, awkward. Hot, my friends. No, honestly, my friends are like, Gigi, this is he's so like awkward. Yeah. He's got like in a dreamy way. He's in the oh. room. He's like sitting behind me. He's like playing on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't turn around. <laughs> Oh my God, hysterical. Um, This is great. And we're so really, really um, honored to have Kapari. um, Join us on tour. Join us on tour. I mean, it's really, it's so aligned. It's crazy. And we're um, proud to share it with our community, which feels really good, you know, Mm because people trust us. And I know people trust you as a brand. So feels really, really good. And thank you for coming on. Yeah. So happy to be here, you guys. I like need to recognize you too. Like I do love, like I've always recognized your influencer strategy and like Mm -hmm. the way you guys have approached the market is so young and so fresh. It's like Mm -hmm. you guys are just doing everything the right way. So yeah. yeah. You know, echoing Lindsay's sentiment, we mm-hmm. love working with you. We're so happy. You're Thanks, here. we love best. working with you too. And yeah. honestly, I'm I'm so super grateful for like everything. Aww. really. Almost thirty is our discount code, y'all. So. Yeah. yeah, Kaparibeauty.com. Mm-hmm. My favorite product is the scrub. Yeah, the lip stuff. The toner is really what great. What is it called? Lip love. Lip, lip love. love. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you love? I, oh, mean, I love the body lotion. I'm going to say the deodorant you're restocking oh, yeah. in July. Sorry. Amanda's like, don't say it, but yeah. I'm going to say it because yeah. when it's back, you have to get it. Yeah. And it lasts, and it lasts a long time and, um, and smells amazing. And when you sweat, it doesn't leave any um, wow. marks because a lot of natural deodorants will leave marks on your clothes. For sure. And this the doesn't, it just glides and does on. not. Um, what else do I love? I love the uh, toner. Is amazing. Mm-hmm. I spray it not only on my face, but like on my whole body. Yeah. I'm like into rubbing stuff on my arms now too. Like my yeah. face stuff on my arms. Uh-huh. And like Me decolletage. too. Chet, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. We need to take care of that area. Yes. And the coconut face cream is great. Super yeah. moisturizing. Yeah. I love it so much. So yeah, that's our basket, guys. I know. <laughs> yeah. Just go pick those up. Use the code. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Join the secret Facebook group. We'll talk more about Kapari and everything else. And subscribe right review on iTunes, share with your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, We love you. Yeah, we'll love you. We'll see you on tour. See you on tour. Bye. Bye. All of our entrepreneurs out there, we have so many of them. I feel like there are so many of our listeners are entrepreneurs, which is so rad. Yeah. So we're so like happy when we can share kind of stories of hope mm-hmm. and like it's not always uh super easy or laid out or it's not always very clear where it's going but to share stories like that of Gigi um and other entrepreneurs we've had on the podcast kind of they're like expanders I guess mm-hmm. you know you can kind of see yourself in them and the more you expose yourself to people like that and you know understand their stories you can see yourself doing it which just paves the way yeah and i'd like to like you know just offering a different perspective too i think that people we hear a lot of the perspective of um women entrepreneurs that 
don't stay at home with their kids or mm. which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get someone to help me, you yeah. know, whether people have their family or whatever, help them. And then they can continue to work, mm-hmm. you know, as normal. But then she also, or she provided the perspective of her staying at home with her kids and really being there for her kids, making that decision to be a stay at home mom, you know, and then yeah. do her business. So I think that was really special too. Cause I want to share and shout that out too. If you are a mom that's yeah. staying home, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, guys. So if you love this episode or any other episode, share it with your friends. And also, Krista and I are currently on tour. On tour, bitch. On tour. We are headed to New York and Boston on the 16th. Is that correct? The 16th. The week of the 16th is New York. and So uh, New York is the July 17th. We're Mm -hmm. having an event with Alexandra Roxo, Ruby Warrington. And then on Wednesday with Milana Snow, both of those will be at the assemblage. And then Boston on Thursday, the 19th. Yeah. So cool. Buy your tickets at almost30podcast.com slash tour. The links are there. New York is almost sold out. So I would get on that. And we will be in Austin and Dallas in September. We will be in Seattle in August. So just check out if you know people in that area and you think they would love to go, um, send them the link and we're adding more tour stops as we go along. So we love you. Can't wait to meet you. It's the best literally yeah, makes our world. Thank you. And it's the best for us, but like, dude, people leave the events and they have friends. Like people leave the it's events crazy. connecting with these badass women that are so vulnerable and open. And like, it's really special what we create there. And then what people do in following to that is creating these communities and like doing what they want to do and having new friends. So it's just like, so it's good to meet us, but it's really good to just meet the people that are kind of in our um, atmosphere. Yeah, the the Toronto girls have a group, yep, and then Chicago, the Chicago has a group. But LA also, has one now. I saw at like at the Chicago event, people were like, "Oh, she lives in my town. Like, we're gonna we're gonna carpool." I was like, "Huh?" I know. Yeah. So it's just yeah. it's amazing. So get your tickets. We love you. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. You can keep my Baby, I got these scars, reminding me 